break out the board games. Today we're doing a review of Game Night. A mark on cinema today we're doing a review of game night my name is mark and welcome to the show um good morning i don't know if it's morning where you are but it's morning where i am and i'm having a delicious cup of coffee mm. so i just uh saw game night uh last night really good if you have all right so i'm gonna spoilers because i'm going to spoil this movie if you haven't seen it it's one of the best comedies i've seen in a while it's really good um just mainly because everything that i'm going to break it down but right off the bat everything about this movie is is just spot on because there's a lot of comedies out there that doesn't that don't um really hit everything like the actors aren't great or the story's not funny situations aren't funny or the story that you know, puts all these characters into situations, just doesn't land. But this one um, is great. I really enjoyed this. Um, right from the get-go, I love when movies do this. The opening titles for the film, like the Warner Brothers logo and New Line Cinema and all that, are game pieces, like for Monopoly or Clue or something like that. They're, they look like they're made out of plastic. And they're just falling into the perfect framing in the middle of the of the screen to show off the you know Warner Brothers or New Line Cinema. If I remember correctly, the Warner Brothers logo is a is like a um, sorry game piece or a clue type game piece game piece. So it has some little like plastic uh, platform, and they're falling from the top to bottom of the screen, and they just fall perfectly into this. Um, they, they never stop. They, it's just pieces falling and they just land perfectly in the perfect frame in the middle for one split frame and it's perfect. And I think the New Line Cinema is like a Scrabble piece. This just, it's, I love when films do that. I don't know. I know it's like a small thing, but I love when films take the logos and incorporate them into the theme of movies you kind of got that with the harry potter movies where the warner brothers logo changed over time over the course of the movies really loved that at the beginning of the movie you get some great introduction to the main characters which is jason bateman plays max and rachel mcadams plays annie they're at a game night where they're at like a bar like a trivia night at a bar and they first see each other uh, because they answer a question right and a funny little cameo by one of the directors is there running the trivia night. I think it's John Francis Daly is yeah, that's um he's the trivia game master. This was a there was a there's this great shot where uh, Jason Bateman stands up and projected on the wall is the like score, and it's like team deathmatch or something like that for trivia. And death is when he stands up in front of the projector. Death is across his forehead. I, I love small stuff like that. The the movie just and that first little montage, I loved this 
I know I, I'm saying I love a lot in this review, but everything just lands really well in this film. Um, when uh, Max and Annie meet each other for the first time, it shows a little, you know, they really connect. And then it shows a little montage of them go, going to more game nights and a little quick cut montage of them answering questions quickly. And it gives you the perfect amount of introduction to these characters that they're both very very competitive i really like that about um movies that they give you the right amount of information about these characters straight from the get-go so there's no wasting time and not not a lot of movies do that well not a lot of movies introduce you to characters and then you get immediate feel for them exactly what you need for the rest of the film so that they can be built on some movies don't do that very well. The, just the cast in general. The cast in this movie is really good. Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, like I said, are in it. Then Kyle Chandler, um, Lamar Morris. He's from uh, New Girl. I really love him. Kylie Burnberry is in this as... Um, uh, Lamar uh, Morris plays Kevin. And Kylie Burnberry is Michelle. And they're dating in the uh, in the movie and they have a great chemistry throughout the they may not be the main focus but they have a great chemistry throughout this movie and then i didn't know this but jesse plemons is in this movie and he plays their neighbor that is obsessed with or his wife left him and he's not obsessed with her but he is he's more obsessed about um the he just misses her so much. Um, but he's not like stalking her or anything like that. He just really misses her. It makes a great, it's a great dynamic for that character. But throughout this whole movie, you'll see Jesse Plemons. He's a cop and he just stays in uniform. He doesn't change outside the uniform. It's really funny. Even when he's just relaxing at home, he stays in the uniform. But the cast in this movie is really good. They, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams really bounce off each other really well because they're very, they're both very competitive in their game nights. So it's really just a great, great dynamic with these characters. And, and the situations that they get put in are amazing. Um, let me go straight into the story. So the story is that um, Max's brother, Brooks, played by Kyle uh, Chandler in this movie is very successful. Like he's, uh, I can't remember what he said his job is in it, but he does something that gets him a lot of money. He's very successful. He's better looking than that's what everybody says that he's better looking than Max. The story is that he shows up in town and Max doesn't want to do a game night with him, but he invites him anyway. And they and Max and Annie are trying to have a kid. Um, they're trying to have a baby, and uh, Max is is being stressed, so they can't really have a kid yet. Um, he's being stressed, even though they're trying to have a kid. Stress is a big factor in it. After they visit the doctor, they they say that stress is a big um, big factor in it. 
Brooke shows up and says after one game night and throwing Max off his game to come over to his place and do a game night there. But it's a different it's a different type of game night. Brooks has set up a thing where someone's gonna bust into his house and kidnap one of them and they have to follow clues to uh, find the the person that's been kidnapped. Brooks is the one that gets kidnapped, but it turns out to be a real kidnapping. They actually break in there to uh, kidnap him. But everyone else in the game night believes that it's fake. And it's just sets up for some amazing situations. <laughs> Annie, while Brooks is bit getting a funny fight scene breaks out. It's really good. Brooks breaks out a gun and the gun gets knocked out of his hand and it lands in front of Annie. Annie picks it up and um, she takes it with them. So they go to, uh, once Brooks has been kidnapped, they go to find these clues. And some of them, uh, some of the crew that are in the game night, uh, they... They either try to figure out the clues or ch- uh, cheat to figure out what the clue is. Um, Max and Annie eventually find Brooks at a like this uh, rundown kind of bar, and Annie has the gun, the real it's a real gun, and is waving it around at people like it's not real. And it's hilarious, the stuff that she's doing with it. So funny. And eventually, when they find Brooks, um, she doesn't think it's a real gun. So when she shoots it in the air, it actually, you know, fires. She drops in, it fires, and it hits Jason Bateman in the arm, or Max in the arm. Oh, my God, it's so funny. I cracked up laughing about it. Because later, they find out that they need to try to... Well, they find out that this is all real. They go to... (laughs) Um, a gas station and Annie buys a bunch of stuff to like they're going to try to sew up um, get the bullet out of Max's arm and sew up the um, the hole his bullet hole um, it's so funny um, she buys like a squeaky toy for him to bite down on while she's like sewing him up but she's reading it reading how to do this off her phone and she can't use the phone because she put on gloves, sterile gloves, to put on while she's doing this. And she's reading it from her phone. And there's a funny little situation between her phone screen dimming and Jason Bateman saying, just turn it on to where it doesn't dim. And she's like, no, it's it's it doesn't do that. And, she's, and he says, it's no, it's the same phone as mine. It does it. I set mine like that. And they go into this whole back and forth between... <laughs> them trying to set the phone to not dim it's really funny and it, i don't i'm not giving it justice but it's a really funny situation and there's a and so she she doesn't take the gloves off she just like uses her nose to like scroll through the phone and keep uh bringing the screen back up to light so i don't know it doesn't sound funny but it's hilarious and she just she has to cut two holes are two little slits around the bullet hole to try to get the bullet out. And she does great on the first one, and she cuts way too long on the second cut. 
it's so funny because he's on the uh, squeaky toy. He's got the squeaky toy in his mouth, so it's something he, he can bite down on. And it just it's so funny to hear that squeaker while he's like, while she's cutting him. Eventually, they find out that the bullet's not even in him anymore. It just went through his arm. And she's like tapping on his arm. That What is that? What is that noise? That doesn't sound right. And she's like tapping his bone. <laughs> it's really funny. And they think that he got shot twice. But he's like, oh no, that's just the exit wound. <laughs> so the bullet went straight through his arm. I don't know why, but I thought that was one of the funniest situations in the whole movie. It's really, really good. They have, there's another guy, I can't remember his name um, at the moment, but he plays the dumb character in the um, in the movie, and he has some great, really well-timed dumb moments in the uh, movie. I don't, I don't typically, typically like the dumb character in comedy. That's one thing I think that ruins comedies, where characters are just inherently dumb for no reason, and it just doesn't work a lot of the time I like when I prefer when dumb people are dumb for a certain situation like um what's that show um Kimmy Schmidt Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix she's dumb because she's been in a uh what do you call it a shelter for like so many years so she doesn't know what's going on so she still has the mindset of like a child when she was put into the shelter that makes sense but for someone just to be dumb for no reason it doesn't make sense. But in the show, he's dumb to an extent. He's not really dumb. He's just clueless a lot of the time. And so it's funny to have him on the in the game night situation. There's a moment where they have to access a, a uh, police computer. So they go to Gary, who's played by Jesse uh, Plemons. And... There's a moment where there's just like dead silence because they say something. He's like, um, oh, I haven't been able to, like Gary says, I haven't been able to do something, blah, blah. Or I don't go out much or something. And there's just kind of dead silence because everyone knows that it's because his wife left him. And then the dumb character goes, oh, because your wife left you. I, it was just really great timing. Uh, I don't know. He they're just great. Situation. He's not over overtly dumb, and he's just the right amount of clueless in the movie. And the, I just want to say, like a lot of the jokes in the movie land so well and are are perfect for and very timely for now. But it's the situations that they get into that make everything really work. Like um, Kevin and uh, Michelle. At one point, they're playing Would You Rather and, or Never Have I Ever. Michelle, uh, one of the things is I've never slept with a celebrity or something. And Michelle drinks. And throughout the whole rest of the film, Kevin's trying to figure out which celebrity she slept with. It was just, throughout the whole film, it's really funny. And then there's a reveal of who it was. It just, it lands really well. So it's a really funny situation that they... They placed throughout the whole film. I really, really loved that. And just to hit on like all the actors, all of them did really well. And some comedies you take actors that aren't normally in comedy or 
that you don't see very often in this type of film, and they don't do well, like they're not really trying. Throughout this whole film, everyone's well acting, or well well acted. This whole film's well acted. Everyone's doing a great job. I never felt like anybody was uh, doing a poor job of of the film. I, th- I think it really worked out. It's just, and it was really shot well. That's another good thing about this is that it's not shot like a comedy. It's not overly bright and super colorful. It's really shot like a dramatic film or like a a suspense film. I really loved that about this movie. There's a neat and there's a neat way that they've there's whenever they do wide shots of like the city or they're kind of like a drone or drone shot or a helicopter shot an aerial shot they tilt shift the lens so everything that is wide and showing like the bridge or houses or something like that the reason that they do tilt shift shots is because it makes the city or the neighborhood or wherever look like a game board i thought that was really clever that they that they did that everything looks like a uh, piece in a game is very very cool and just I thought it was just very clever. is is a good add-on for the camera. Um, any any camera shots in there. And another thing was there's so many good cameos in this movie, really great cameos uh, that I wasn't expecting at all. They're all really spot on too. They're not in there for very for very long, and but they're in there the right amount of time. I'm not gonna give away any of those cameos, but they're really good. I do have to give away one. I'm not trying to overly spoil it but Michael C. Hall ends up being the bad guy and he does a great job in it I do wish he was more exaggerated because I love Michael C. Hall and I know he can do a really good job I loved this isn't a great movie but Gamer he played a great bad guy in that movie and I wish he was and he just played it off really well I wish he was kind of that kind of crazy in the in this movie He, he does a great job but his cameo I didn't see coming at all as the bad guy. They hit it very, very well throughout the whole movie. In general, this movie's great. I love how it's shot. It doesn't look like a comedy. It's well acted. Some great funny situations. The jokes really land. I laughed about just about every time um, Gary was on screen. Jesse Plemons is one of my favorite actors now. Just because he's he's doing so much now. And he does such a good job at it. I really like it this it's it's a normal story kind of this is a story that you've probably heard before it's a oh this is a game not really it becomes very close to what this game is or what the situation is but it's all real and everyone believes it's fake but they don't when they find out it's real it's it it's in the first act of the movie once they figure out it's real that works out so well it doesn't take them overly long to find out that it's fake, uh, that it isn't, or to find out that the fake uh, kidnapping thing is actually real, that they actually, like Brooks is actually being kidnapped, and they have to find him and save him. It's just, it's really, really clever to take this normal kind of story that's already been done and twist it a little, just where it's just enough to to really entertain you and keep everything fresh. I'm really uh, happy they did that. 
because it could have been a boring story where you've seen this kind of film before. And once it's revealed about what happens in it, like, and again, spoiler, at the very, uh, about the beginning of act or the end of act two, it shows that Gary is, has planned this whole thing that he was behind it all. But, uh, Brooks is actually into some messed up crap. Like he's really part of a mafia or that he, uh, smuggles drugs across borders or something like that. And he, (laughs) so what he's done is like tons of stuff is that's messed up actually interferes with what's going on that Gary actually set up. It shows that Gary wants to be part of these game nights, but he's never been invited because his wife left him. And that's who they were really inviting him for. His just reveal that he set up the whole thing minus some actual situation that Brooks has caused was a neat little setup. And then you introduce the real bad guys, which is the Bulgarian, which is played by Michael C. Hall. Some great, great um, situations in that. I really loved that. It gives it just enough of a twist to fit um, the the um, story. The ending credits, because of that, because Gary set up this whole thing, is really clever. I love when ending credits do this. And you'll see this a lot in Marvel movies that they've kind of incorporated something throughout the whole like movie. There's a like a certain thing, like in Black Panther, vibranium is is kind of used as a holographic tool, but it's really sand looking. It looks like sand that's kind of building up around this stuff. So the credits was made out of this vibranium sand. Well, in this one, it's in Gary's basement and it just shows each character with their actor's name, but it shows their characters like ID from something that they did in the movie. Like, um, Kevin, uh, like goes to Panera bread he mentions in a in a conversation that he goes to Panera Bread, and his picture on Gary's wall is from a Panera Bread like membership card, and it's like an ID for that. It just it's subtle things like that that are callbacks throughout the film are great. I really, really enjoyed that about the ending credits scene and how <laughs> Gary has like a stack of movies that he watches to. Uh, work on his um, like acting for uh, his little setup for the uh, game night thing. It's just it's funny little callbacks that they throw into that little in credit scene throughout the movie that you don't have to worry about um, them reminding you that he worked that he went to Panera Bread or that um, Gary's not a good actor or something like that. That if you, you'll catch the joke if you just paid attention throughout the movie. I, I love stuff like that, and it's a good it's a good movie. Just go see this movie. I loved it. It's a great comedy. Not very often do you get good comedies. This is something I really... I, I don't see a lot of good comedies nowadays. They, they seem to be just okay. They just sit at the whole, like, this was good. I laughed at some bits of it kind of level. But this, I had a smile on my face throughout the whole movie. I loved every bit of it. Every joke lands. Situations are great. All in all, I liked this movie. And that's how I rate films. If you're coming in on a, um, this is my second review. 
third review. This is the third review. Um, I reviewed Black Panther and um, Cloverfield Paradox and um, this film. So if you haven't seen any of those or heard any of those um, reviews, I reviews not by scoring or um, an, a, a letter or um, starlers or numbers or whatever. I just say I liked this film or I didn't like this film. And overall, I loved this. This was great. Give it a um, give it a chance, and you'll you'll probably love it if you love comedy. And that is my review of Game Night. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I can't I can't say much more about this movie that um, gives it more praise. It's just a great movie. Give it a chance, and we'll catch you in the next one.